I'm Karen, Founder and Managing Director of Orchid Leadership Coaching and Consultancy Limited, encouraging you to embrace the leader within. Whether you are a CEO leading a company, an executive leading a team of innovators, an emerging entrepreneur, or a working or stay-at-home parent leading the family and home, now's the time to embrace the future, empower the new you. Welcome to episode three of Enlightened Leadership Coaching Snippets from our season of podcasts linking to leadership. In this episode, we'll be deep diving into leading with coaching and mentoring. If you missed our first few episodes, don't worry, they're available to download and I'm sure they'll add value to your day. Getting back to today's episode, focusing on leading through coaching and mentoring. Firstly, many out there often intertwine the terms of coaching and mentoring as if associating them as the same acts. However, they are quite distinctly separate practices with often very different intentions and outcomes. Let's ask ourselves, without the two practices of coaching and mentoring, how do we achieve real impact in our leadership? How do we grow? How do we nurture growth in others? How do we create impactful conversations? How do we, in effect, create next generation leaders to carry forth our legacy? Without the distinctly different practices of coaching and mentoring within our leadership tool bag, how do we best serve our businesses, companies, teams, and indeed family members? Or are we merely in a position of title and power with no real intent of service, growth, vision and legacy? Ponder on that for a moment. It is through our coaching and mentoring of others that we make connection, establishing rapport, relationship and a trusted space for growth, innovation, productivity and ultimately success. As such, these processes should be viewed as essential, not just complementary when needed. Core to who a leader is, viewed in their everyday actions, viewed in the growth of those they serve both within the workplace and in the daily interactions with family members at home. Let's begin unwrapping this a little and understand exactly the differences between the two processes. Coaching, as supported by the International Coaching Federation's definition, is a partnership where a coach partners with someone in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires clarity and action in personal and professional growth and in potential. In this sense, we are not talking sports coach where expertise and experience is required. A coach in the context we will be discussing does not need to be an expert in the field of the person being coached. A coach partners with an individual or group to improve performance and well-being through goal setting, exploring values and beliefs and creating plans of accountable actions. This is achieved not by advising, nor by telling, 
but by questioning to facilitate awareness and self-directed learning in the individual or group. In this sense, the person being coached does the work and the subsequent actions. Alternatively, mentoring is a development-focused relationship where a more experienced or more knowledgeable person helps to guide and advise a less experienced or less knowledgeable person in a developmental process. The mentor may be older or younger than the mentee, but will have certain expertise, skills and experiences to pass on to that person or group. Neither coaching nor mentoring fixes people. Let's understand this very clearly. People are not broken. Neither is it a sign of weakness. People who undertake coaching, mentoring or both are looking to develop, to grow and move forward personally and or professionally. Coaching and mentoring have become increasingly helpful for both personal and professional development, helping to build positive and concrete change or transformation in individuals, groups and businesses. There are of course additional benefits for career growth in businesses, improved employee potential and performance, creating greater productivity and enabling staff retention as they feel valued and are consistently developing and moving forward in their career path rather than stagnating without direction. The same can also be said for these processes within our homes. Allowing for greater empowerment and relationship bonds among our family members and creating clarity of worth, developing emotional and social awareness and enabling inner growth as our children develop into adulthood. Therefore, let us not just box these processes into the workplace. As essential as they are in establishing ourselves as authentic and visionary leaders of growth at work, they can also be useful and vital processes to support our spouse and enable growth, empowerment and independence in our children. The journey to adulthood can be a painful path to tread. I'm sure you remember your own teenage years, if you think back. Did it just make you cringe? Think back. As a young child or as an emerging teenager, were there times when a parent or both parents were there but not quite present? Maybe not quite fully in tune, paying attention or listening to your voice, to your journey of becoming. Wouldn't it be great as parents to do things differently, to create space, presence and to develop a shared culture of partnering with our children so they can gain the clarity necessary to make and understand their own decisions, to understand their own emotions and develop self and social awareness, to plan their own goals and aspirations in preparation towards emerging as their future adult selves. As emerging teenagers, often a difficult aspect is perceiving that the world doesn't understand you, especially your parents, that no one gets you, your feelings, emotions and what ambitions you may have. How different could that growth process be 
if you had an older sibling, mentor, to help guide you through. Someone near your own age who experienced the same as you and who has emerged the other side unscathed. How empowered and in control could you feel if your parents enabled you to gain clarity about yourself, about your emotional journey through the partnership that coaching provides? It should no longer be the case where coaching and mentoring is introduced as a temporary measure to fix problems, to fix employee underperformance or to determine performance evaluations or whether someone keeps their job. Neither should it be used as a judgment tool to identify areas to address in student welfare or child development issues. This is an outdated practice and undermines the very essence of the processes themselves. It's developmental growth orientated and a positive means of understanding oneself, levelling up and taking control of your aspirations, building towards your own success. Every leader, in effect, should enable themselves to lead as a coach and lead as a mentor within their scope of influence at home and at work. If not, what are you doing to promote and enable growth, productivity and leadership to flourish? How many of us mentor at least one other person beyond just a simple sentence of encouragement? How are we enabling our expertise, experience and knowledge to best serve others and to enhance the environments we serve at work and at home? In our mentorship of others, are we understanding the needs of the other person? Do we know where we can best add value to their growth and development? Where we can further our working relationship, their trust in us to guide, to support their accountability? Are we ready to coordinate and guide the growth and aspirations of another? To devote time towards regular feedback and coordination of discussions and reflections of progress? If there is hesitancy when listening to this, why is that? What steps can you commit towards those you serve? Who can you best mentor, guide and support? Where to start? It begins with developing a culture, an environment whereby coaching and mentoring is commonplace and part of conversations, activities and relationships at all levels of business or family life. A culture whereby there is shared strategic understanding of coaching and mentoring processes, of open access to the benefits of coaching and mentoring without judgment or prejudice, creation of safe spaces for coaching conversations and creation of time to prioritise the processes as essential to development and growth resulting in delivering performance, driving success, and enabling resilience, capability, and agility. A shared culture creates the premise for shared mindset that everyone has the capacity to learn and perform at a higher level, that it communicates what drives high performance and high growth in individuals, teams, and whole businesses. 
So how do we bring this about? Once the buy-in seed has been sown and once culture is beginning to be part of everyone's dialogue? Talking specifically in terms of coaching for a moment, as lead coach, whether that be in our work or home environments, it requires tools. We need to have a natural curiosity about those with whom we are in a coaching conversation. We need to talk less and listen more. How else can we understand more about the other person's situation? Don't fear silence. For it is often in those powerful silences that are created by active listening where the magic of change, of realization of transformation happens through that instantaneous aha or eureka moment of clarity that occurs in another person. This skill takes time to nurture. Even as experienced coaches, we often have the inner temptation to tell that person what to do, how to do it and why. But this isn't coaching. Embrace your curiosity, your observations, your active listening skills. Allow the person in the conversation to reach that destination themselves through your powerful positioned questions and creation of space to think, reflect and reach long-lasting sustainable clarity. There are various coaching structures and methodologies that can unleash performance and growth in our practice as lead coach, such as please, where we prepare for the coaching conversation, learn about the need, establish a safe environment, support the person to accept their current behavior pattern, to support them to specify behavioral change and to help them embed their new behavior. Oscar is also a popular methodology whereby we partner with someone to establish an outcome, determining a goal to work on, outlining next the current situation and feelings, then the choices available, the actions where next available steps can be discussed, and finally, of course, to review. Grow or growth is an increasingly successful model which enables secure, sustained success and which aligns beautifully with the ethics and competencies stated by ICF, the International Coaching Federation, and by other credentialing coaching bodies internationally. This model is simple yet powerful and begins with first establishing rapport and trust as well as clearly explaining the process and establishing a coaching agreement of expectation within the session or group of sessions to be taken. Then establishing a SMART goal and partnering with the coachee to determine the reality, the reason why the importance of that goal is right now. It's important to develop the options, the obstacles and subsequent opportunities they can create, developing towards the way forward, creating will, a willingness towards taking action steps, and finally securing habits of success, accountability of self from the coachee, and ways in which they may secure help towards success, change and positive transformation. So you've built a culture, you have tools, methodologies, 
But what else is essential as lead coach or even as lead mentor? Paramount to everything else is being present, not just in body, but in mind. The greatest part of yourself that you can offer is your presence. Make time, create space. If carrying your own emotional baggage of the day, change state and create presence for the person you are supporting in their journey of growth. In essence, what are people gaining and what are the intangible benefits of coaching and mentoring to ourselves and others? Let's think it through. Lead coach and lead mentor. Healthy relationships at work and at home. Authentic engagement. Personal and professional growth. Improved self-awareness, social awareness, self-esteem and confidence. Increased communications leadership, capacity and productivity, as well as performance, reflective practice. Specifically in business terms, we may see sustainable succession planning and talent development structures, employee retention, stakeholder satisfaction, shared company values, ownership and accountability, and of course, a culture where everyone is valued, everyone grows, Everybody shares ownership. A challenge I lay before you today. Take measure of how you serve and create growth in others. Perhaps identify someone who would benefit from your mentoring at work or at home. Identify a need and create space and presence to support growth in someone else. In addition, Perhaps make a small audit of coaching in your workplace or home environments. Does it exist? Do you recognise a coaching culture emerging? Reflect for a moment on your own experiences of coaching. Have you ever experienced a coaching session and is it something you want to experience? What will be your journey towards being lead coach and lead mentor in your workplace, home and life? Take a fresh look at coaching and mentoring and see how best our leadership can serve others. Feel free to share some of your follow-up actions with me on any of my social media platforms or alternatively share a comment with me right here after listening. I look forward to our next podcast session where we will be deep diving into the change agent leader, leading through innovation. This will be an interesting topic that we'll cover together. So tune in next time and get ready to take action after the session. Until then, please remember if this podcast episode added value to your day or evening, download it, share it with your colleagues and friends, and of course ensure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And remember, embrace the future, empower the new you, awaken the leader within, and let's take back control of our aspirations. Thanks for listening. <laughs>